0: Welcome to the sixth episode of Stormtime, the only episode by episode guide to the Hurricanes. I'm Nick Dunmore. And I'm David Wilcox. And we are officially 10% of the way through the run of the show. Uh, feels good. Feels good oh, to yes. crack cracked that first six episode stretch of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, what have we what have we learnt so far? Um I think we've learned that Dino's not a very good goalkeeper.
0: It's terrible, Dino dog shit.
1: Yeah, uh, we've learned that um, not a lot about a lot of things. To be honest, <laughs> the, the, the the backstory has sort of not really come forward yet, has it? Um, no, it's it, it's it's slowly being pieced together. We've we're starting to
0: understand a little bit more about um, how Amanda inherited a club. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a lot. We don't know what's happened to her dad. I'd love to know, Mister um, Amanda. We've learned a lot about uh, national stereotypes. Yeah. That's been good. Um, yeah. And some of the different club styles of the world.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it's It's been very interesting. I mean, um, today's episode's an interesting one because it's, um, again, it, it sort of flip-flops in between, doesn't it, with, with obviously, like, you have made-up places and then... Very real places, Mm. and today's a game against a very real place. Um, Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: we'll get on to the um, the the game. I think the the thing that stuck out for me in today's episode is we actually have a bit of understanding about the organising body of Mm -hmm. the World Football Association. Yeah, Uh, as straight out the gate, we find out that the WFA are due to investigate the stadium because they've closed some down already
1: yes it's a very odd one like i mean it does seem a bit weird that they are doing it on a match day and the manager has to be so heavily involved in yeah. the whole situation like you 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 would have thought like they would have had a sort of stadium manager or i mean it just it just seems like they're down to the bare bones with the administration of the hurricanes they need um, a director like, of football if, yeah well they've they've got they've got they've got a girl essentially running the club full time. Who's at who's who's at school? I mean, she's already had a bollock in, in the previous episode for letting her grades drop, so she's still at school, and she's she seems to be administrator like the, the administrator for this whole football club. Um, there's no sort of like there's no people that have that have appeared that have been like, oh, he's the the even like the secretary or something like that. Right. You could understand that it just seems like that where where Amanda's taken over this club and Jock's like seen it as an opportunity to go like this is my club like I'm Mm. I'm essentially going to run the show now from top to bottom He's Um, overreached I
0: think I think uh, I suppose as well being the mm, this is kind of right on the cusp of the start of Alex Ferguson's reign but obviously we've got that lineage of great Scottish managers where you think the manager is everything and he probably could just (laughs) run the club why not? Yes. Why yeah. not let him run the club? That will be fine.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's it's an odd time as well because this is sort of like obviously it's ninety four, wasn't it? So this was the sort of period bef- between like World Cup ninety four and Euro ninety six. I think Euro ninety six was the moment the Premier League became oh okay, it's this mm. this big thing now. Obviously, I think ninety two. I think the first day of the season there was like seven or eight foreign players. And sort of after Euro 96, yeah. it then, there was then a boom in, in foreign, foreign imports. Um, you have players like Ravinelli and Janino turning up at Borough, which was insane at the time. Um, and I do think this was sort of like during that sort of more innocent phase. Yeah, when, this is
0: pre-Lapsarian. It's before yeah. that, that's happened. It's like the idea, can you imagine an idea of a, every single player is a different nationality?
1: Yeah. What, what wild dream world is this? Yeah, it's um, it does seem like one of those where it's sort of like you 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 definitely had international players in the Premier League at that point. Um, but it it there was that surge, wasn't there after in '96? Um, yeah, it cre- crescendoed with I think Chelsea putting out a team with eleven foreigners. Yeah, I, so for, I ch- thought- for Chelsea to do that, that, I mean Chelsea are probably the most right wing club no. in the Premier League. Uh, fun fun fact about
0: Chelsea that I that I don't I, this is this is a weird one. I don't think a lot of people know this because I remember reading this at, um, at school in mm. a book about hooligans. Chelsea fans in the eighties used to make up their own league tables where they discounted any goals scored by black players.
1: Brilliant. I've I think I have heard that, that rings a bell somewhere. Yeah, I, I mean yeah it's not ideal is it? i mean i th- i think what i will say in chelsea's defence i don't Ooh. i don't <laughs> i don't think many clubs were very nice towards black players in the 80s no i, I no, mean, but, but, they, but they didn't they didn't get out a calculator did they no no i mean i i sort of i almost respect the pettiness of it it's it's sort of like i think to go to that level I mean you you you've heard the the stories about um I think like John Barnes and um is it Mark Chamberlain who's Alex Oxley Chamberlain's father? Mm. Um on the plane back from Brazil when John Barnes scored that wonderful goal in the now. Like apparently some England fans said his goal didn't count because he's black. Um, which is yeah, I mean, it's not, not ideal that, is it? You don't no. really want that.
0: We cover a very bizarre
1: bit when um, Amanda
0: is talking about the safety regulations, and she's she's exasperated at everything they've done. This is one. This yeah. is a bit I really really enjoyed. She went, "We've we've put in fire exits, yeah. we've improved disabled access, and yeah. actual quote
1: for Pete's sake, we even scraped off the lead based paint. <laughs> uh,
0: what more do they want? We, we had to no get rid men- of our asbestos. We have yeah, no, out no, the burning no mention tines. Of asbestos."
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, I mean, I did that, did stick out the, the lead based paint there. But I think that's that's another one of those where I've, obviously the people writing it are trying to, they're going like, look, mum and dad are going to be watching this. Let's chuck in some things, like some little, little uh, um, Easter eggs. Are they called Easter eggs?
0: They're Easter eggs. They, yeah, it's what, yeah. It's what
1: Taylor Swift would do. Yeah.
0: But the um, Stanley Grouse.
1: Yes, did you did you get that one? Because I thought of the there's some there's quite a few puns in this episode, and Pun I did habit. think this one was the most niche. Yeah, I got yeah. I got
0: um, it, and then I was just like, I was like, that is. I thought it sounded a bit rough. First of all, it's like that's a bit harsh. And then I read a bit more about Stanley Rouse, and I was like,
1: yeah, yeah I mean, he, I, he deserves I, I, a I, kick in. I, I did. I did. I did know. I I previously read about him um, because obviously the Rouse Cup was a. Uh, an international cup that play, played between England and Scotland in the 80s. Um, and I remember, I can't remember what it was now. I think there was someone during lockdown posted a picture of a referee and they were wearing a suit, suit jacket mm. to referee. And it was Stanley Rouse. Um But yeah, I've i have made some notes about him. Um, Stanley Rouse was the secretary of the FA from 1934 to uh, 1962. The president of FIFA from 1961 to 74 he refereed the nineteen thirty four FA Cup final, um, but most impressively was a supporter of the apartheid. Yes, yeah, <laughs> unexpected
0: apartheid ultra standing yeah, house. I yeah, say unexpected. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I if, bet if you support like,
1: Chelsea as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an establishment figure at that time in like England, let's face mm-hmm. it, you are probably going to be like a bad apartheid nonce.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean like. <sighs> It, it it's one of those. I don't know why, I, the thing I don't understand about the whole being apartheid supporter is when you just go, like, even if in your head you're like, mm, that's quite a good idea, you'd just shut up, wouldn't you? Just keep it quiet. Just shut, it- just shut up. The, the the one thing that I that,
0: that I liked about the Stanley Rouse story was um, that his his attempts to get South Africa back into the fold were like mm. put down by the Asian and African federations, which must who have really have annoyed it? him.
1: That, yeah, who, that solidarity between that? <laughs> Asia yeah. and Africa, Australasia were well up for it.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. From <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the president of Crime Island was uh, yeah. absolutely absolutely in for that one.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I mean, aside from Stanley Rice's sort of absolutely fucking horrendous uh, viewpoints, um, great, pun. great pun. Great pun, excellent. Just And he did, the one thing I didn't understand about it, though, was he kept mentioning, like, Boston and back in America. He did not have an American accent. No, he was
0: very, like, um, I mean, he sounded like Jacob Rees-Mock, he, yeah, and he looked yeah. like him as well, yeah. like a three-piece suit bowler hat um
1: uh, massive and, uh, nose he seems yeah he seems to massive
0: nose i don't know if he had an umbrella or he was carried or a, he was a briefcase wanker probably he definitely had yeah something like that. but it was just yeah every possible like uh english accoutrement he had mm. um on yeah. possibly
1: but i tell you but, what he grew on me he got a yeah. bad rep before he turned up that's it um by the end just seemed like a really decent bloke. He worked out he cared. He actually cared. It yeah. was
0: good. I think yeah. it was about um I thought that was going to be the moral. It's like don't worry about the overreach of regulation kids. <laughs> it's more actually <laughs> about protection and care for the things yeah. that you love. But mm. that's all weirdly, that's the subplot of the episode. Yeah. The main thing, because this is a kid's cartoon, we must never forget this. We must also never forget that this is on uh, STV. And uh, if none of this has made any sense so far, you can watch all of the episodes on STV, just put in a fake Scottish postcode. But the main plot of the episode is a monkey escapes from a zoo in an extraordinarily long sequence involving three or four different forms of transport.
1: (laughs) I mean, the thing that most impressed me with it was how he managed to get out was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It's very convoluted. Yeah. Like it was like a, it was a storm, wasn't there? Yeah. And then, it was
0: yet again it's monsoon it's a, season in the, the Caribbean <laughs> island that these people play on in their roofless hmm. stadium.
1: Yeah. It's a, I mean it's a big storm. Was it lightning? It sort Did of lightning kind of lightning his enclosure.
0: Which then smashed it to bits, didn't it? The zookeeper comes in leaving the door open. Mm. So instead of just walking out, he gets on the truck, but <coughs> then jumps over the thing, then gets on a like uh, some kind of like melon truck, then steals mm. a bike.
1: It was it seemed to me it was like this episode um I liked elements of this episode but it was very it went on too long for what the plot mm. was. I re- genuinely the plot was chimp escapes from zoo and is a bit naughty yeah um, that was it and it's like yeah and and, <laughs> and it last they made they made it last 20 minutes 22 minutes uh, 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 see I, like, I think
0: as well this is like the it, 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 we've mentioned before about the guy who's yeah, whoever's writing it or you know the team of writers who really want to make a serious football show and they keep putting all these references in they have lots of you know nice things in there and then the studio goes I gotta tell you, we we gotta put a monkey in this. Kids love yeah. monkeys. That's it, and it just all it all changes. He goes, oh, "Okay, right, I'll write that in." Yeah. And he just said it's two, <laughs> it's just two plots crowned together. And yeah, you find that one bit where they seep over. I think that's how it works.
1: Don't get me wrong, Topper. I wondered if it was. Um, I was hoping this. This is probably too niche that Topper was a reference to um, the. Mid well, eighties and mid nineties Argentine football kit manufacturer. That, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think that might be too We'll see if um, we'll, we'll see if there's an admiral character, yeah, like, cropping up in later episodes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> it might be too much that. And admiral admiral. Maybar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah that, I mean I was I'd hope for that but I think it might be uh it might be too too much of a strain too much
0: The crossover in the show then is the point where um Topper uh, escapes from the zoo and he gets into bed with Plato. Just yeah. normal thing monkeys do. Um yeah. but then we discover I really like this that Plato lives with Papillon.
1: It's yeah. very sweet. But what well, what well, so they live in the same area don't they because plato's got like a very sort of shack like setup mm. that obviously it's like he's brazilian he lives in a shack <laughs> like, it's, it's what um, they like <laughs> yeah it's what they it's what they do um shack <laughs> dwelling in brazilians um but we don't actually see where plato live uh, uh, where um papillon lives he seems so, to be next door I, I, think like... ne- yeah, and, I think he's yeah. yeah and he's next door I'd like to see the living set up, whether yeah. they sort of like have two two separate living quarters and they have like mm. a, a communal area that they share, maybe. Or <laughs> it's like, like a student yeah. flat. Yeah. <laughs> what what
0: it reminded me of, and this is a, this is obviously around the time, is um Ken Moncow and Graham mm. Lasso's caravan holiday. I've which, not, not heard about that. The, the, well, they went on holiday um as teammates in the off-season. It's just like they got on. Um and then Apparently, at the time, uh, all of all the other Chelsea players were like, "What you two? You two gay okay, then?" <laughs> and it became this huge room, and that's where the Lasso homosexuality ah. rumors came from. But mm. what it made me think of is like that was ridiculous, and that dogged him for years. Absolutely, you know, it was. It, he was you know, dogging he was, as well.
1: He was dogging. <laughs> 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 if anything, <laughs> that, that was worse. No, that's but, why they went on a caravan holiday.
0: It was like, it was years later. There was the, you know, the Robbie Fowler thing, the, you know, turning around. It was reading The Guardian, wasn't it, as well, and stuff it. like that. That was it. Well, that's, you know, No Smoke Without Fire. Reading The Guardian and going on holiday with a friend. What is this? But it made me yeah. think we've now got loads of great football pals holidays. There's uh, Declan Rice and Mason Mount. Yeah. Marcus Rashford, Jesse Lingard. Yeah, Dominic Calvert Lewin and Tom Davies Tom going Lewis. to New York Fashion
1: Week, and like, no Na- one... Neymar and his sister. Neymar... <laughs> <laughs> no, they are shagging. They are definitely, definitely yeah. <laughs> they are definitely <laughs> that was, shagging. That was a and he's Brazilian, to... so it's probably in a shack. <laughs> <That was> a... <laughs> but with
0: yeah, with uh... see I wondered about like the stereotypes of Brazilians. It's like oh, they they probably love animals. I mean, he's got a load of fruit in his room because it's like hmm. oh, like Carmen Miranda. But also, mm. he he you know he'd share a bed with a monkey.
1: Yeah, and it and spoke <laughs> it spoke Portuguese as well. <laughs> that was pretty. <laughs> but what I didn't what I didn't understand is he kept calling it a monca, but like <laughs> the the Brazilian for oh uh, sorry the Portuguese for monkeys macaca. So you like I'd have yeah. thought like they would have used like because uh, like I quite like it when you have people do that they they obviously like they're not going to speak in. Shed loads of Portuguese, but like mm. picking out a word where a kid kid can go like, oh Macaca must be the got it the portuguese yeah. the, Brazi- the well I think it's the Brazilian for monkey yeah. Tots so TV they went for Monca.
0: Dora the Explorer. You learn a bit of the language in the cartoon yeah. classic. Yeah. Uh, moving on, the yeah. uh, we, we then get to see the dressing room inspection pre mm. uh, Stanley Grouse going yeah. on, and we we hit the pun motherload, where oh. John talks about his youth in a uh, Glasgow team and how he treated the stadium well with Johnny McStay yeah. and Phil Shankly. Yeah, yeah. It was great. I was, I was hoping he was going to go on and mention Binky Bonston and <coughs> Willie McPheel.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> Penny Dogleash.
0: <laughs> Penny Dogleash <laughs> <Dalglish> is cracking <laughs> I looked at the start of the episode, and this one was written by Dennis O'Flaherty, who actually teaches at Screen Skills Island. So this checks out. I think this is um, in a later episode. There is a Inverfinnan Celtic who right. play at a uh, very thinly veiled um, paradise, effectively. So right. it's uh, so that's that's coming up. There is there's some. There's some logic in
1: this show. It is. It so it does seem to me this show is very Celtic heavy. I'm I'm liking it though. I do like. I do like. I mean, Phil shankley had me. Phil shankley sounds like Phil shankley sounds like someone who played like bass in like I don't know Slade or something like that. <laughs> like got Noddy Holder on guitar and then Phil shankley on bass. Bill um, shankley
0: is, uh, is is non is, is Bill's non-union Mexican equivalent
1: yeah, yeah
0: so the Gorgon's plot to get the stadium shut down. well, that's what I thought yeah. it was. First of all, I thought, oh, it's a stadium shutdown, but later on, it seems like they're trying to kill Stanley Grouse, but then because it's a bomb, but then it turns out to be a tear gas. And then it turns out to be a stink bomb.
1: It's very odd. Um, so it sort of seemed to me like the the whole plot around this episode flip flops around a bit because it first of all it seemed like um, um, a sort of stadium investigation. Mm. Then it seemed to be like an investigation into the whole club, and then it then it sort of like petered off into what can only be like a half arsed offsted um, <laughs> assessment. Um, like well, yeah. It's just it was just like there was a lot, again, a lot going on. Not much of it making any sense. Yeah. No, it wasn't like linear. Like I, I'd, have, I'd have liked it to have gone down the route of like, okay, we're looking at the stadium, so the gorgons sort of like mess around with the floodlights. So during the match, the floodlights go down or yeah, something just, like that. And it was just it was just all like it's like right, we're gonna break into the break into the boardroom and set off a bomb. Yeah, it just seemed a bit it's really high level a I was a as soon
0: as as soon as they set the bomb up I was like fuck this is dark
1: yeah like this was you got remember this was a time where like mainland Britain was being bombed by a paramilitary group <laughs> on quite quite like quite a lot as well um, it's, I, it's, I, I don't
0: think Dennis O'Flaherty wanted to touch that frankly <laughs> when he was writing it but um, I mean Why do you
1: reckon that is? <laughs>
0: Good <laughs> it's, it's lad. If you play um, um if you play the Hurricanes theme tune um, backwards, it actually yeah. sounds like Men Behind the Wire. <laughs> but the um like the killing a football regulator adds more to my theory that um Stavros Garkos is Evangelos Marinakis, who yes. allegedly burned down a ref's bakery, um, but uh, apparently that was never proven but you know. Yeah,
1: was did he get the Gary Baldy recipe wrong or something? From the baker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, niche reference. Very, very niche. Yeah. Love it. But
0: um, yeah, it's,
1: it it just seemed a bit. They seemed they seemed a bit cobbled together. This episode, they came up with two ideas, and they didn't really commit to either of them. No. Nah. Winston here, maxing and relaxing while our squad tears it up with those Paisanos from Milano.
0: Let's crack on with the game. Yes. Um, So, the Hurricanes are playing the team, the world-famous team, Milan. Yeah. Just Milan. And they play in their famous colours of Cerise and orange.
1: I I thought it was more gold. So I I think it's more gold. So, so I, I... Uh, I like my cricket as well and it reminded me of a Kolkata Knight Riders kit (laughs) which uh, is purple with gold and the best thing about it because they're Indian obviously um, like the gold is like shiny gold so they have like shiny gold pads and shiny gold helmets Um, like the pads are kind of like foiled gold it's very impressive Um, so I I was hoping it was gold gold more than orange
0: Uh, so it's more regal because yeah. I thought they could, like, everyone else has got a second name, basically. I yeah. thought they'd be, like, the Milan, the Milan Duomos or something. They'd have, they yeah. have something, something to hang, I mean, a, hang did, a peg did on. Did you, you see
1: know? their badge as well? Because yeah. Badge, like, they, it looked like they had the Coliseum on it.
0: Yeah, and it was very, see, you're very confused, Ted. It's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, they had no badge on the shirt, but they'd a they they'd done the badge really nicely on the scoreboard. So maybe, yeah. maybe the scoreboard upgrade uh, ahead of the <coughs> stadium inspection.
1: Yeah, true, true. I hope they didn't have like one of those really amazing sort of Eastern European scoreboards that used to have um, sort of like in the 70s and 80s, you used to see in like Cup Winners' Cup away games. Oh, yeah. sort of like... Oh, like and I used to. I used to really want. Um, Sabutio did them as well. And yeah. I just thought,
0: oh, and they took big batteries. Oh. Yeah. People always yeah. complained about those. Yeah. There's, there's Eastern European scoreboards. It's such a. It's a lovely thing. You could just. There was a real kind of like sodium hum. For, yeah. Like even uh, from on the TV, you'd see yeah. that, or and it seemed like it was. I mean, it's possibly run by you know, depleted uranium.
1: Yeah. Well, is is I mean, like, I I do miss sort of even in the '90s I used to get it like um, watching sort of like Barry Davis like being I'd be like, for like oh I say <laughs> 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 like sort of like down down a phone line like from like, I a don't little, know, like on a wind-up radio Virtua or something like that yeah <laughs> um with John Jonathan Pierce losing his mind during the national anthem as England played Poland in the France 98 <laughs> qualifier um. But um, yeah, it 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 was um, yeah. I, I was I I would have preferred an old sort of Eastern European scoreboard, mm. but no, they seem to have one of the the mega Is it the Megatrons that they get? In America? Yeah, I think it'd have yeah. that. it'd
0: Have like animations, and they would do the yeah. oh the Jumbotron, the Megatron. Jumbotron, <laughs> Megatron's a different Trons cartoon. From,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a big lad off of yeah. The, uh, robot change changey you robots. It? Your man, your man off changey yeah. robots. <laughs> But yeah it's um yeah uh, the, sc- the scoreboard impressed me it reminded me like um i had FIFA 96 on the pc and that, that had really good sort of like um yes. like it'll have a football kicking a football mm. like a football with arms and legs kicking a football which i thought was like that's that's kind of weird but yeah. like that's like that's like me that's like me kicking someone with no arms and legs <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just don't want to watch football on football violence. No, no. <laughs> but in the, the in. amazingly, the first action of the game is Dino <laughs>
1: making. Uh, I've wrote. I've wrote, save. I've wrote this down on my pad. Save. i wrote this Dino save. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a very it's... slow dipping volley from the edge of the box, but it's still, it required a level of adjustment. It wasn't at a yeah. nice height. You had to get across. I, I mean, get down. We
1: we've said this before. I I, I hope that Dino sort of finds mm. his form again because I reckon there's a goalkeeper in there and there's certainly a man with a moustache in there but yeah
0: he really looks like a goalkeeper so you yeah. think that he'd be he'd be better at it as a qualified referee um, yep. I'd like you to answer this question you are the ref mm-hmm. uh, a monkey sneaks onto the pitch blows the referee's whistle once <coughs> Now, mm-hmm. one side believes that is the whistle for half-time, um, yep. but then another player just takes free kick to himself and scores. Well, wasn't a free kick, was it? Was it a free kick? I thought he seemed to like, well, everything stopped, and he, he mm. played it in front of himself in like a yeah. non-dribbling move. It seemed a very, an odd move. Because yeah. surely the referee's blown his whistle. Something's got to happen. But then yeah. he does something with it. And then obviously the Hurricanes do nothing because they're not prepared for these situations
1: so I, I, I'd i have called a drop ball there personally um, I don't know if that is the laws of the game but <clears throat> I'd have thought if an if, if a whistle if the referee's whistle is blown by someone who's not the referee yeah. it kind of seems <laughs> kind of seems fair to sort of go okay no we'll have a drop ball there mm. even if you're in a reasonably good attacking position yeah I was up. just in, i I was impressed at the the monkey. Are we sure it's a monkey or is it a chimp? Because the episode's called. What's the episode called?
0: Go ape. Called
1: like go ape. All, all over the place. But he's, he's he's referred to as a monkey and then referred to as an. an ape in the name <sighs> of the is just all over the place. But yeah, yeah, I was just impressed he could blow a whistle. <laughs> yeah. Like he can ride a bike. He can blow a whistle. Yeah. He can
0: um, chuck a bomb in something yeah, exactly, very talented monkey i see why they yeah. uh, they end up taking him on as another mascot given mm. that given that having a dog dig up the pitch went so well in the yeah. previous episode yeah.
1: yeah i mean i mean to be fair they they did sign in from mars united <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a bizarre choice yeah the, um, uh, the we get to see a little bit more of the hurricane stadium with halftime mm-hmm. food in the yeah, it seemed like it was in the concourse rather than like, you know, the director's box because there was an actual yeah. till.
1: Yes. Um it was a big till as well. Very big till. But yeah, yeah till? I, I I was impressed by the um level of it wasn't quite racism with this, but it was very sort of like she was she was very patois, wasn't she, the way she mm-hmm. was speaking and um yeah, yeah, sounded a bit like uh our, our favourite. Your, your favorite <laughs> of mine, uh, Chet Hanks. Hey guys, I just want to say that, you know, like now that Trump's leaving office, I think it's important to remember that he was the president, so we should show some respect. Pussy Fuck them, Russ. Dana Noah would be boss man Biden. Fuck them, Russ. Pussy clat. Fuck on no a mother.
0: Chet Hanks did all the voices in this show, <laughs> he did. despite being. A Maybe child. he was inspired by it. must have been. It was crazy. I mean it was a weird one because it was like you're like, oh okay, uh trying to build a bit of backstory here. Um she's an actual Hispanola local Mm. potentially or she's from you know one of the other you know nearby Epstein Islands. Um and she's come on and she's you know they've they've employed her that's good. They're not doing just busing people in. Uh it's not just you know jobs for the rest of the players' families or anything. But it just felt bad because mm. it probably wasn't like a Caribbean actress who was doing it it was just someone who no. went I'll do it yeah
1: I'll have a it's go Glyn, it's Linda that works in the accounts? that's
0: it <laughs> she's like yeah, I,
1: I, I went I went I went to to Tenerife last year that's <laughs> <laughs> an island though <laughs> Trinidad Tobago and Tenerife that's a yeah. three T's <laughs> four T's <tees> tenants <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a bit um, close to the. Uh, it's just a bit weird. Close to uh,
0: TV Bone.
1: Yeah, it's just a bit unnecessary. We then
0: get some um, classic stink bomb hijinks. One of the yeah. one of the top weapons in any cartoon. I'm glad that they didn't kill um, Stanley Grouse. That would have been uh, would have been unexpected. Yeah, it was. He, um, he did also get to sit on
1: the bench.
0: Like in the mm. second half, which seems yeah. a real overstep
1: for it remind, it remind. So, did you have you read the story about um, Ron Atkinson with Man United's bus driver? No. <laughs> so, so Man United's bus driver in the eighties used to he used to drive Man United's bus one week and then Man City's bus the next week, and because obviously, like the fo- football manager sit at the front of the bus, and um, yeah, so we got obviously got talking, mm. and Ron Atkinson would let him sit on the bench. Which is odd, isn't it? Like by the like the bus driver sitting on the bench. I think it's because it was like usually the bus driver would sit on the bus for the the match, but he was just like, okay, well we can't get, we're not going to get you a ticket, but just sit on the bench.
0: Which yeah, that's like that's is, a is,
1: nice Ron Atkinson thing. People yeah, forget all the nice stuff he did. Yeah, um, it, it's kind of endearing. But then obviously Ferguson was made manager, and like. So he sits on the bench for first games. Turns around, right like next to him, there's the bus driver there, <laughs> sat on the bench. <laughs> He's like, "Who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> What's up in here?" I'm banned him from getting sitting on the bench then. But it's, yeah, that, that's 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 uh the, that, that's what it reminded me of. It was very weird. Again, like, there's no backroom staff there. There's no coaches. There's no physio, no doctor. No,
0: there's just his son, who he lets manage the team for a bit while he wanders yeah. off before the end of the first half.
1: Reminded me of Celtic last night with Gavin's yeah. <laughs> captain.
0: It's, yeah, it's the just, equivalent.
1: Yeah, it's just very... It's just, yeah, it's, his son, Jock, Amanda and Stanley sat on the bench. Topper was getting a bit handsy, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he I'm was about... all over everyone. He had a, yeah. he had a, crack, on, <laughs> a crack on Amanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cracked on Jacob Rees Mogg.
1: Yeah. Just straight oh, on it. But he, he loved the animals.
0: So That's great. Yeah. The Hurricane's late equalizer was inspired by Papillon. Uh well, it was well, it was inspired by Topper juggling the ball on yeah. the touchline. And it seemed to suggest that Papillon just copied that. With an excellent yeah. bit of uh, juggling into the box, and then a cracking shot on the turn. I'd say one of the classiest oh, goals we've seen yet.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, not definitely. There. It was up there. It was up there. And we got a glimpse of the um, Milan um, goalkeeper jersey as well, which was uh, a a gold gold with purple piping, wasn't it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was un- like, like a reverse consistent. of the home shirt. Yeah,
0: yeah. That'll do. It's not. It's yeah. not. I wouldn't say it's the top kit that we've seen no. so far. It, it's it felt solid. a bit. A, a bit rushed it, it didn't have any, it, there was no details it was just I mean it's, it's
1: basically basically the episode
0: yeah that was it, it. there was no details, details. It, no uh, details it felt a bit rushed never any details so they they got away with it they salvaged mm, again it all. and uh, it turns out that, um Stanley Grouse just loved it he thought it was fun despite the lack of security free roaming animals and yeah. copious bombs
1: yeah he wrote um, Stanley I wrote it down Happy spectators and good sportsmanship was what he's after. So we can safely say that is not FIFA. (laughs) (laughs) When when a FIFA wanted happy spectators.
0: But the sportsmanship, well, uh, give or take, but we do not want supporters to be happy at any point. Absolutely no. no. That is not part of the business plan.
1: Mm.
0: Um, But the, the moral, of today's episode is yeah. uh, i'd say it's two things it's cheating is bad but also yeah. uh the zoo will just let you adopt a monkey if it escapes if you find it you can have that monkey
1: yeah yeah it's it, you you get those stories don't you every sort of few years about like a student breaking into a zoo and stealing a penguin and stuff like that that's a very uh <laughs> you do get those and it reminded me of that kind of thing like the, like a a fifteen-year-old girl found a monkey that's been, well, not fifteen-year-old. It was, it wasn't, wasn't Amanda, but Amanda became very caring of the monkey, didn't she? While uh, yeah. Plato was having a boot about, I guess.
0: I mean, it's all fun and games until that monkey rips your face off.
1: Yeah, I, I saw, I saw a video of a monkey ripping someone's scalp off the other day on Nature Is Mental. It's not nice.
0: <laughs> oh, that- nature is mental is that a Twitter account or an actual TV show
1: it's, a, it's an Instagram account <laughs> they've got a Twitter <laughs> account as well but it's just this bloke there like and he looked like he was arguing with a, a monkey and it ripped off like a I'd say like a 30 well probably like a 20 centimetre by 10 centimetre piece of his scalp
0: well, yeah this, this could have been a very different episode yeah.
1: if, <laughs> if that happened the moment I would, the moment it got I, I tell you what I would pay to watch a monkey rip off Jacob and Mog's scalp <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay good money for that.
0: It feels, yeah, it feels like the only only suitable punishment.
1: No, so. nah, yeah, I'm completely game for that. Completely game for that. But yeah, not not the best episode again. Not
0: the best, no, not yeah. the best. Um, I, I know nothing about the upcoming episode, which is called Blood Match. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I'm going to speculate that. Um, Someone needs a blood transfusion, <laughs> and they have to find a blood. Someone is a rare blood type, and they have to do it. It's just a really, it's a really tense medical drama episode. That's my guess.
1: Yeah, I, I went, I went down the thought process of the uh, the famous death match in Kiev, where uh, um, FC Stark played a Nazi team and ended up being put against a wall, didn't they? In the end, because they beat them, so <laughs> maybe it's going to be that. <laughs> Well, f-
0: fingers crossed for our first Nazi episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, also first, no. <laughs> We took pride in our stadium. Do you think Johnny McStay would have done a thing like that, or Phil Shankley, or, or Ah? Oh.